Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, the podcast where we bite the apple. <laughs> well, hello, you garden hose. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> I'm just going to. I just love that name. I know, me too. Uh, that is what we call our followers. Just in case you didn't know that or you were just joining us joining <laughs> us for the first time, you are now a garden hoe. <laughs> Think about the name. Think it, it, it works. works. It, just, works. It, it does. Don't Anyways, question it. Yeah. How are you, Adam? I'm doing good. I've been pretty, pretty busy lately. <laughs> doing what just, <laughs> you swear you busy <laughs> i'm busy I'm, be, I'm between two cities i'm all over the place now you, you know where you that girl <laughs> Shut the fuck up. no okay. but i'm i'm doing i'm doing well how are you <laughs> i'm Bitch. doing i'm doing just fine in this holiday season mm-hmm. i guess it's officially the holiday season i mean i went to the grove the other day which is this outside mall and it was like 90 degrees but the really really large christmas tree and the Santa Claus yeah, was up. So. Some fake snow. Really yeah, so I guess it's officially holiday season, <laughs> LA time. Um, well, Wait. anyways, before we jump into it, we have a special guest. You want to introduce him? Dude, DJ Muska Loca. Yay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to the garden hose and tell us a few blurbs about yourself. <laughs> hi, hose. <laughs> oh, oh, it's garden, hi, ho. It's garden, it's garden hose. hose. <laughs> you got to be correct. <laughs> they might get offended. Right. <laughs> Hello to all the garden hoses. I am DJ Muska Loca, a.k.a. John. Um, and you asked me to do what? Just, just say yeah, hi. Yeah, hey, just <laughs> say, hey, you know, hello. That, you <laughs> know, say hi to the people. But, but we're going to get into more with you in a little bit. Yeah, we just fine. wanted to introduce you to the people. Yeah. I met I met uh, uh, Muscaloka uh, through my, my boyfriend, Sergio, at uh, his his birthday party, at uh, Muscaloka's birthday party on this lovely sunset party boat cruise off of the marina. And, uh, and he also DJed and provided that treat to us which was amazing as well and i got to meet this kind soul i wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know you yet steve <laughs> i didn't know adam yet either i know <laughs> you that's what i'm saying really i wasn't there <laughs> you uh, did not uh yeah. But yeah it was a really really awesome night and i really enjoyed your music thank you very much that was a massive undertaking on my part um i like to do something special for my birthday every year it's uh, a Leo's favorite day of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, I had been oh, yes. doing some smaller scale parties leading up to that year. Uh, well, it was this year, mm-hmm. and um, I thought, oh, I really want to pull out all the stops this time. And um, I was like, well, you know, one thing that I have thought that the uh, kind of party scene in L.A. doesn't take advantage of of enough mm-hmm. is the the water mm-hmm. it's true it is and um i had been on some really fun boat parties in other places and i thought you know i could do this i can do this <laughs> maybe you should get that started in the summertime like yeah, you know, just on, like on, a, the, on the brag for like two or three months <laughs> you know, every sunday or it's Saturday. up here i'm yeah. having my head it's up here <laughs> um, yeah. I'm it, was, you. it was really fun though you yeah. like a great great people great you know, friends and um, obviously amazing music. So uh, you put together a good party. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, it was actually a lot of fun for me uh, to throw that party, uh, even though it was um, the hardest part was kind of wrangling all the guests because I was um, explicitly forbidden from selling tickets online. That was the uh, order of the boat operator uh, <laughs> because at that time in L.A., uh, things were kind of getting back to normal. I think it was June 15th What when oh, we, we right. kind of like opened up again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my birthday was August 1st. Um, but I think they still just weren't quite comfortable with um, the idea of like uh, tickets being sold on um, like Eventbrite or something like that. Yeah. So I personally invited lots of people and like interacted via text with them to get all of the things organized so that was that was the most work that I put into it um actually finding the boat itself was a little easier than I anticipated um it took a a little bit of internet searching but I found a good place Mm -hmm. in Marina del Rey Uh, they were super great to work with they're they're called fantasy yachts like Mm s-e-a fantasy yachts uh they were great to work with Um, yeah I really liked I liked the staff and everything it was really 
It's fun. Well, there you have it. Yeah. So somebody else's birthday comes up. And I, have to do something like that. <laughs> I seriously, like, I, I was like thinking, I'm like, why have I not ever done this? I know. And probably because I'd love it's way too much fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love celebrating my birthday. So yeah. I usually throw a party or so, some sort. Yeah. You know? It's usually themed. Yeah. Of course. Because I like to force people to do things that they're like, oh, I'm not going to wear that. And then everybody ends up having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyways, what's going on with you guys right now? Like, what's uh, happening in the neighborhood? What's current? What are you listening to? What are you watching? Um, I haven't really been watching a whole lot. I've been listening to the new Summer Walker album a lot. Me like, too. It's so it's good. Really good. I like R and B. So yeah. Um, and Britney's freed. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there you have it. That's Brit- all that matters. We right. can all the pro- all the world's problems are solved. Exactly. <laughs> Britney's free, folks. So you can. I mean, people were at the courthouse cheering, and mm. I mean, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's a, your yeah. passion, I've, I mean, some well, people felt very her. strongly it's about long that. overdue. Yeah, some people were, were really felt very strongly mm-hmm. about this whole thing. So it's a good thing. Good thing for her. Mm-hmm. You know. What about you? What's going on with you? Let's go look at. <laughs> so right now with me, um, I feel like I've maybe fallen a little bit behind the times. Um, I have had to catch up on a lot of work because I had a, a pretty serious illness in October and um, have not been going out as much as I used to. Um, but that's been fine. I've been able to focus on myself, mm-hmm. um, work on DJing. Uh, I just started music production classes uh, last night. And um, so just kind of focusing yeah. on myself for a while. Um, probably that's next good. year I'll start getting back into the swing of things. No, that's good. Because, you know, a very wise person said, <laughs> if you can't love yourself, how the hell uh, are you going to love, love somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> wise. Very, very wise. wise. Very wise. No, I mean, that's, that's good because, you know. You got to take care of you first. Mm-hmm. And sounds like you've been doing some good stuff. The partying will always be there. And, yeah. You know, I decided that I'm going to um, read a book a month because I used to be like an avid reader and I've kind of fallen by the wayside mm-hmm. of that. I mean, I'll probably do audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to actually read. <laughs> well, it, you know what? I would prefer to read because I actually prefer like an actual physical book. But like I've had, you know, I've had like eye issues in the mm-hmm. past, and sometimes depending on the um, the type, mm-hmm. it you know, you know, you see how big I have to make the type on my phone. Yeah. No, every time I try to like show him a text message on my phone, I'm like, oh, I forgot mine's microscopic. <laughs> like, <to> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless your heart. <laughs> I know. When anybody shows me their phone, they're like, here, read this. I'm like, I, like, I you, can you blow that up, please? <laughs> like, I can't see it. <laughs> But that's one of the things I want to do. I want to start um, kind of yeah. back to like reading. I mean, do you read? I have read. I can't <laughs> say I do it <laughs> once in my life. I read once. <laughs> I can't say I do it regularly. Um, there have been some books that I got interested in and was reading, you know, nightly mm-hmm. or almost nightly. Um, there's a book that's on my shelf that. I have started and have been meaning to keep going with and just never get to yeah. it. It's called the the artist's way. Yeah. It was recommended by my brother as a um, I think it was written many years ago, like twenty five years ago, oh, okay. um, as a um, kind of a guide for creative people to open themselves up and mm-hmm. see That's how much can come one. out. That's a good one to read. So I, I would like to actually catch up on that over the holidays because um, I'll be home for a while um, and have some free time. And yeah. yeah. Well, if you read in bed, you will never finish that book <laughs> because you will fall asleep after like one page. <laughs> like, no, really. Like when you read in uh, bed, yeah, you I always couldn't. just pass out. I can't. Like, yeah. I, I just don't really read. But <laughs> I mean, if I did, I wouldn't do it in bed because I know I would fall asleep for sure. Yeah. You would pass out Mm -hmm. but you know what else like that i just saw um adele had like a special um Mm -hmm. you know where she was at the griffith park i mean the observatory Mm -hmm. it was beautiful by the way but like i haven't watched it yet you should and it did very well she did a couple of new songs but i'm like you know adele releases releases an album it's like a national holiday (laughs) 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 i know and it comes out next week i think you'll definitely hear about it right 
So we'll we'll have that on repeat. For sure, I'm sure. <laughs> but you should do some um, mixes, some remixes <laughs> with the songs that are going to come out. Cause <laughs> some Adele. Yeah. yeah, I love Adele. I love her lyrics. I love the... F- I'm uh, When it comes to music, uh, all I really care about is... Does it give me a, a feeling, like yeah. a good feeling? Can I connect with the feeling mm-hmm. of this song? Yeah. And Adele's songs are just so full of feeling. Oh, she yeah. can write a hell of a song. Yeah, I she mean, can. she's go she's going through some things. Yeah. So she can you know, it was funny because like the concert that was on, it was um it was partly like her, you know, singing and then like they would kind of um piece in the middle of it with an interview with Oprah. And at the end, Oprah asked her, she's like, you know, now that you seem to be like on this path of, you know, figuring yourself out and happiness, are you still going to be able to write these songs? <laughs> like, <laughs> now that you're a happy right, bitch. You know, it's like Mary J. Blige. Right. <laughs> Seriously, like when Mary J. Blige is going through, you get amazing songs. So, well, don't you, know. you like, don't you think that uh, as you get older and you reflect on things that you've gone through in the past, you have a new perspective or they come to mean something different for you? So mm-hmm. I think she's got, she'll have plenty of things to. Yeah, no, no, no. But it's just when you're in pain yeah. <laughs> and you're writing that yeah. stuff down. It's just so much more deep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But anyways, but I'm, I'm um, excited for that album to come out. Yeah. Since you mentioned RuPaul, one thing that I have been watching since I haven't necessarily watched a lot of TV uh, in the past few years, but one thing I have been watching and my roommate can attest to this. Uh, is that I've been slowly rewatching all the old seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. And um, part of the reason is that I saw the first two seasons when they came out, and I really liked it. Um, but then I moved and didn't have TV and, you know, didn't have cable and kind of just fell off the wagon. And right. I was never terribly motivated to keep up mm-hmm. with it i felt like i was always behind and yeah now they're on um paramount plus mm-hmm. yep so i've been slowly rewatching all the old seasons and let me tell you like it has really given me a newfound appreciation for not only drag but um all kind of artistic endeavor because mm-hmm. there's so much soul searching that happens on the yeah. show yeah um that i think maybe i'm more perceptive of as uh, a person in his mid thirties, um, and it's it's fun to watch the queens grow mm-hmm. over the course of the yeah. season, and especially when they come back on and stuff for other season, like you know, yeah, you definitely like all stars and yeah, and listen to the critiques that the yeah. judges give and think about. Oh, I I I understand why mm-hmm. they're they're yeah. saying that now. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, in, well, <clears throat> the beginning of those, the beginning series, I mean, seasons. The Interior Illusions Lounge was off the chains. They was popping. <laughs> like the Interior Illusions Lounge was it. They don't really do it now, you know. But and like, let me tell you, I always wanted an absolute cocktail when they would mention that. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hamburger Mary's glass <laughs> that they had. Like, oh, every time oh. they mention that, I want a cocktail right now. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's I always want a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race is it's a pretty awesome show. It's you know what I mean. It's fun. We finally I got Adam into it during COVID, mm-hmm. and he actually started watching. He never watched it before. Um, but you know what? My I am not. I've watched every season, but I'm not one of those persons that can remember everybody from the past and what season they were on and what they did and yeah, when they got kicked some, off. Some people Same. are really good at remembering. Yeah, that. and like I went to gym bar one time and they had like a night, it was a drag race night and you had a team and it was kind of like they were, it was like a trivia night. Mm-hmm. My team came in last. <laughs> like we were dead last. They actually gave us drinks because we were last. Oh. We like, cause we, I could like, they would show something on a screen who wore this or who said this or what season was this queen kicked off or who lip synced to this and I just could not rem- like I, I just didn't have that ability to remember any of that. I think that would be hard for me too because I'm not necessarily filing away the like the scoreboard of the season. Do, like, uh, well, that's fine, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't on my team. <laughs> I'm there for the journeys and the fun and um, yeah, the growth. Yeah, the growth. Yeah. Um, so like I just finished season nine. And I, I had those those feelings that there was a lot of talk online that Shea Coulee got robbed. Oh, yeah. 
yes. that season. And I remember thinking when she lost that lip sync, I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel the way I, I, I think I should feel for mm-hmm. a, for a, the person who won, which was um, Sasha Velour. I and had my own thoughts about that season, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> and so that that got me thinking, like, oh, you know, why did this happen? You know, what is RuPaul doing? Um, but you know, now I can kind of relate if I can finally relate <laughs> what people are talking about, even though that was like five or six yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I d- I just think it's one of those like when you watch a season and somebody basically dominates the whole season, but then it just comes down to a lip sync and somebody had like the lip sync of their life and mm. then they won. I think people start to feel certain kinds of ways. You get some people that are like, oh, great. And some people like, eh. mm. so you just start to wonder like, what if I was on the show and I won every fucking challenge, but then I failed at the lip sync, <laughs> then it's kind of like, then that just didn't matter. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like you had two camps in that. And and that's been the case in a few of the finales, I feel like, mm-hmm. um, whatever side you fall on, mm-hmm. you know? But at the end of the day, they all benefit from being on the show. Shay came back and did her thing. And, you know, Sasha was great. And, you know? Yeah. They all go on the show, and you can ask for a higher appearance fee. <laughs> so no, no, no. it works out to your favor. Yeah. I mean, look at what's her name that got kicked off the first time. And what was her name? And she said, I don't know what you're talking about. Remember, oh God, what's her name? She was so funny. Okay, I think I remember her name. It's Miss Vanjie. Vanjie. Anyways. See, I would have never guessed. Well, I'm terrible with those names. Yeah, you know. It's terrible with names in general, so. Me too. I, don't fo- I didn't follow Ru and RuPaul enough. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm the worst. Anyway, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I haven't gotten to that season yet. <laughs> bad gays, bad gays. I know. Anyways, well, let's get into the meat of this uh, episode with, with our guests. Like, you know. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go into it. your journey. So where are you originally from? I am born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. Sure is. I've never been. You should. I've never been in Nashville. Nashville has... Have you been in Nashville? uh, No. I've heard good things about it. I I have fun time. Nashville has changed a lot since I was growing up there. I mean, when I was growing up there, it was a sleepy, like, solidly mid-size, like, almost run-of-the-mill, like, American town. Um, you know, it was not a destination unless you were a big country music fan. Um, and Damn, I don't really like country music. Maybe that's why I never went. Yeah. Because <laughs> it had, like, the Grand Ole Opry and all that kinds of... Yeah, you know. yeah. So people who are fans of country music um, would go there. But now, uh, I remember kind of, like, as, uh, as I was finishing high school around 2005, 2006... Um, is when the high rises started being built in downtown and there started to be this buzz about, Ooh, Nashville is a, a place to move. Um, and I was like, people want to come here. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Nashville is great. It's got a lot of fun places now. Um, I highly recommend the country music hall of fame. Even if you know nothing about country music, it is so interesting. Yeah. Um, and just a great, museum about something to learn about mm-hmm. they do a really good job of um showing its history and and it's just a it's a good place to visit yeah i would go sure. th- i would go visit i've heard good things plus i would like to go to dollywood and that's in tennessee though right that is in tennessee but yeah. it is not in nashville I, well i mean but it's close isn't it uh, define close. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. But if I'm going to be in that area, then I want to go to Dollywood. I would say it's at least a three, maybe four hour drive. Okay, that's not that close. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, if we're there longer. Oh, no, right. You're <laughs> in the general neck of the woods compared to Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is very true. When, well, so we're, when we're, at least we're in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did you um, move here? So I came to I came to LA in 2015 by way of Chicago, um, and I had spent um, about eight or nine years in Chicago. Um, First, I went there for undergraduate, uh, worked for a little bit, and then um, stayed for a graduate program in speech pathology, and was uh, finishing my graduate program. And I think it was the winter of like 2013 into 2014 was just a crazy winter. <laughs> oh, um, was that when we had the like crazy blizzard where cars got uh 
stuck on Lakeshore Drive? It was not the blizzard year. Oh. There was, it was crazier than that. <laughs> it was? Um, I remember the blizzard was 2011. Oh, yeah, because I was still there. <laughs> 2000, yeah, by then, when you're what you're talking about, I was already in L.A. But January of 2014, we had the polar vortex. Yes, it got really, really cold. And I remember got there. so cold, so cold mm-hmm. that Chicago Public Schools closed, Northwestern closed, um, and I was like, it was like child. it was like negative like forty or fifty years in the wind chill, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. And I was like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like obviously, I'm here to finish school, but um, by that time, a lot of the friends that I had made in college had moved on to other places. I didn't have any family in the area, and you know, I was enjoying living there, but I just thought, you know, um, there's so much time in the year that goes by here where. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to go outside. People hibernate. It's just like a grind to get through the day. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, I'm I'm too, like, it's time to go. Yeah. And um, I had started visiting a couple of friends who had moved out here to L.A. And um, I just always had so much fun here. Mm -hmm. And um, so I basically got all my ducks in a row to move. Um. I actually did my last quarter of graduate school out here. It was just a clinical rotation. And um, then once I finished school, I found a job and then I in, was here. In speech pathology? That's, that's right. That's what you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. And how do you how do you like that? I love it. Yeah. Um, that's so interesting. It's, um, it, it, it's a great way for me to tie in things that I've been good at in school like languages and communication mm-hmm. um i surprised myself in graduate school i thought going into the my graduate program that i definitely did not want to work with kids mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, well, and definitely not in schools yeah um but once i did my um uh, clinical rotation in schools it was it was so much fun yeah i loved it and um so that's what I do now. I work in the LA public schools and Look at um, you being brave. Mm. <laughs> 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 and what exactly do you do in the schools? So I am the, uh, one of the treating therapists at a school, uh, kind of over by USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I go there one day a week and my other four days I do speech and language assessments for, um, LAUSD students who attend what are called non-public schools. And these are nonprofit schools that um, are kind of like magnets for higher need special education students. A lot of them specialize in certain areas like autism or behavioral disturbances. Um, but since those are still public school students, um, we still need to assess them by district personnel. So I go out to these schools that are in different places. I've kind of gone all over. I've had schools in Pasadena, Culver City, um, LA, mm-hmm. and um, assess them. Uh, they're typically a little bit more challenging, mm-hmm. um, but it's nice because I have a more flexible schedule. And um, one thing I really love about my job is that I get to be very autonomous. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody is breathing down my neck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, that's nice. There's a lot of trust. Yeah. Um, that I'm doing what I need to do because I am doing what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I love when people have a do good job. I though. know, you me know too. what I mean. It just like warms when you, like a warm, fuzzy, you, know, you know, when you're doing some good yeah, for the world. I, I, I really do. Well, and like then that. like on top of it, when you don't have someone breathing down your neck yeah. and you're able to do that, that's also really cool. Because you know, I, I, I do good you know, for the world with you my job, job, but but it's it's very corporate structure, like you know, and it's very. Um, people breathing down your neck all the time, <laughs> so it does get frustrating. So that's that's good that you're able to do something that you that you love. Yeah, that it's yeah, absolutely pretty cool. Yeah, I think. Congrats for that. Well, thank you. <laughs> so what what you know like multiple languages? I do. Um, I learned French in high school Ooh. and did a year in France when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I was a French minor in college. Oh, that's nice. And a linguistics major. And then once I got to college, I started learning Spanish. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know Spanish frequently. <laughs> 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 He's fluent. Muy bien. 
I know like four, four words and I use them all the time. It's like, no, I speak fluent Spanish. Spanish songs. I'm like, you don't even know what this is. I'm like, girl, why are you I'd be dancing in my, in my bedroom to some, some, some Spanish music. I just like it. I just like the music. It's, it's fun. It's so funny, though. Like, uh, what are they saying? I don't know. Hey, download Duolingo. I'm a big fan of Duolingo. I, you know what? I'm, I said I was going to do better in learning Spanish. I, I told I just, you I'll I take know. it with you. Yeah. I, I took a lot. Yeah, but but yeah. sorry. When you're no, anyways, I, I honestly re- this is do recommend we, Duolingo we do because um, uh, let's see, was it a couple years ago? Um, I was planning to go to Brazil for New Year's, and I wanted to be able to know some Portuguese at least. To I didn't know who was going to speak English or if they would know Spanish. I just didn't know, and I thought, well, let me try to learn a little bit mm-hmm. so I can communicate on a very basic level. Um, what if I'm in a pinch? And um, so I downloaded Duolingo, started doing the little lessons in Portuguese. And, you know, I, I learned something and I was able to communicate <laughs> with the people <laughs> down there. And, you know, after after I went, I spent two weeks in Brazil. And um, well, what do you mean about communicate with the, you mean communicate with the guys? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> like, I'm not at liberty to comment on that. Right? <laughs> like, I've been to Rio, so I know what you <laughs> like. And um, <laughs> um but, you know, after I, I went to Brazil, I was like, oh, I, I want to come back here and I want to speak to people more. Um, and so I kept doing it. And um, now, I've, now I've, I feel actually pretty confident going back. I'm going to go back this year for New Year's, too. And I'm excited to see, like, what I can do, what I can't do. Mm-hmm. I would love to go there for New Year's. Like, when I went, it was in New Year's. But I would love simply to go to the parade with all the floats those floats are incredible. Mm-hmm. And so like the dancers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the dancers and stuff. I just want to see that. Yeah. Like it just like I, I just go down the rabbit hole watching them on YouTube sometimes. Like I'll watch like <laughs> all the different years. It's it's yeah. really amazing. And the costumes and dancing, the people is just the mm-hmm. culture. It's just really amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's why I listen to music that I, I don't understand because yeah, it's more fun. That's <laughs> <laughs> true saying. though. <laughs> but anyways, uh, but I, I go down the rabbit holes all the time on YouTube. So, you know, yeah. I'll be like, I just watch people clam Mount, Mount Everest, <laughs> which I really have. But anyways, go on. So you're going to go back to Brazil. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. listen, they're tangents all the time, people. So. <laughs> no, actually, you know, l- knowing some languages has uh, come in handy, uh, even as a DJ too, because... Um, you know, if I hear a song, I can, you know, if I don't understand it when I'm listening to the song, I can go up and look up, look up the lyrics mm-hmm. and, and understand exactly what they're saying. And, um, I feel like I have a, a better connection with the song after that. Mm-hmm. And, um, sometimes there are times when I need to write to, um, producers in other countries saying like, Hey, I clicked on this download link, but it didn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I can write to them in their language. I, I, I don't know. I feel like. No, that's cool. I mm. mean, w- as Americans, we don't tend to know as many languages mm-hmm. in general as like <clears throat> somebody else. Like like people from other countries will come and they'll know like five or six languages. Mm-hmm. I was literally having a conversation with somebody the like last night, my friend that lives in Paris, but he's Peruvian. And he says that he knows like six languages. And I'm just like, okay, it's, it's just so us who are wild. like, I, I know. know it's because we're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's just, just a, we know English in yeah. pig Latin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's bad. I actually was curious because I was like, you know, when I have gone to other countries and I uh, speak their language, one of the first questions I get is, why do you speak Spanish? Or, you know, why do you speak French? And I always thought that was a strange question. Like, why are they asking me why? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I looked up the percentage of Americans who yeah. can mm-hmm. fluently speak another language that they learned as a, a teenager or an adult. It was not not a language that they learned in the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like 1%, <coughs> mm-hmm. literally yeah. 1%. <laughs> well, because we all, I mean, every... I think most Americans expect that when you go places that everybody speaks English or you expect people to speak English, mm-hmm. right? Like that's kind of the mindset I feel like that a lot of people have because I mean, the reality is a lot of people do end up learning English. Mm. So I think it makes a lot of people in America lazy <laughs> to learn other languages. No, it's true. You know? It's true because if you, we were to travel somewhere else and yeah. you know, people, they didn't understand English. It would, we would be forced mm. to learn right. that language, you know, it's true. And, yeah. but yeah. I've been encouraging people who follow me on social media to, 
you know, to learn another language yeah, because it's, yeah. it's always you, know, beneficial. You, you can communicate with many people in English, but mm-hmm. you won't really get to know somebody or you won't certainly won't get to know as many people mm-hmm. uh, if you can't communicate in their language. And so um, luckily for me, um, <laughs> I seem to have a, a gift to learn languages fairly quickly. Um, I pick up on the accents and um, that's what I'm bad at. I'm very I'm grateful. Sound, to I sound so white if I speak another language. And it's hard. <laughs> it's <laughs> harder really to grasp fun. another language as you get older, yeah. too. It is. It, your brain, it's mm-hmm. harder for your brain to, like, grasp it as you get older. But it's also great when you try to learn other languages and you immerse yourself in the culture. Like, whenever I went to Spain, it forced me to, like, it forced me to pull up, like, Spanish mm-hmm. that I just was like, oh, I didn't even re- know that I re- knew that or mm-hmm. I remembered that word or how to say that mm-hmm. phrase. Or, like, it just kind of forces you to, like, been for yourself mm-hmm. if you know things which i loved i was like oh i should be doing this more often yeah. <laughs> you know? you're, and you're right about it it is harder to learn a language yeah. as an adult especially as you get older but i remember when i started learning portuguese this was about two years ago now um and it had been a while since i had like actually started to learn a language because the last time was when i was about 19 when i started learning spanish and i just remember like my brain just kind of lit up like all these parts of my brain that i didn't normally use mm-hmm. were just like Oh, I'm still here. It can yeah. be done if you want to do it, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like you have to have that one desire to mm-hmm. do it. It can definitely be done. You can learn it at any language. Um, you just gotta want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the motivation is the definitely the biggest factor. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, Adam, well, we're gonna take Spanish. Stuff yeah, to let's take. We're, we're gonna, gonna take Spanish. Spanish. At least we can do that. At least we can. Do that. <laughs> we, we will add it on to our. We bought a dry erase board, so we're making changes in our lives. We're, we're writing taking notes. Down. We're putting things down. <laughs> right? We're making a vision. <laughs> we're, do, we're doing this. This is happening. Yeah, uh, speaking into existence. We I are. Know. It is true. It's very true. So, how did you get into music? Yeah, DJing. How that? Like, what was your, I guess, journey into that? Yeah. So, music. How I got into music. Um, Music has really always been a part of my life. Both my parents um, have musical talent. Uh, my mom was a singer. Um, it still is a singer um, for a long, long time. Country music? No, she sings. Um, she sang in church. Okay. And uh, she still sings in um, like a choral group. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad was also a church musician. He played the organ and also the trumpet. Um, and so... It was just part of my life from the very beginning, um, and I started taking piano lessons when I was six, um, and stuck with that um, do until you still I play? was. I, <coughs> I do still play. Um, I stuck with it until about age twenty-one. I actually entered college as a double major with piano and French was my original. Always major. wanted to learn to play piano. Uh, let me tell you, when I got to that music school and I saw how good these other kids were. I was like, I can't believe I even got in here because um, they were so good. This was this is classical piano, by the way. Yeah. Um, I, t- I took piano lessons when I was like young and the teacher flipped out on me because I was doing a bad job and I was scared <laughs> for life. <laughs> so I never I never really tried Your again. Were getting hit. She was she was she was not happy with me that I was fucking up. No, I, I mean, I was I was pretty good. I was pretty yeah. good in Nashville. You know, I won some competitions and whatnot. But then when I got to college, I was like, oh, man, there's some legit like musical geniuses in here. And um, people Co- who are so dedicated mm-hmm. that they will spend the entire day in a practice room. Yeah. College um, lights you up. That's when you run into the, the people where you realize that you were the big fish in the little place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm not the only one here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I just wanted more out of my college experience than to be in a practice room all day. And um, I didn't really see myself becoming like a concert pianist or having a career playing the piano, even though I loved it and I still love it. Um, you know, I, I just came to a point where I was like, you know, I've reached the end of the road. Um, and so I left the music school and then did not really do much with music for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I would say it was, I think it was 2019. Uh, by that time I had, um, I had become a full on circuit queen. <laughs> I would say for about three what years. What is that? <laughs> oh man, for about three years, I here in LA. Like, were you? So I went to parties here. I went to parties in other countries. But you were based here in LA, though. I was. At that I time. was living in LA. Okay, 
But like when I f- went to my first one, it was the White Party in Palm Springs in 2016. I had so much fun. Well, you started off with a real big one. Yeah. I, it was a big one. And when I got home, I sat on my couch and I cried. What? I was sad because I didn't think I would have that much fun ever again <laughs> because it was so much fun. I was like, That's I so didn't cute. even know this was possible. Like, I'm that sad like some that people after the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that this might not ever happen again. Oh my god, that is that's really adorable. And so I really kind of set out on a mission to go to, you know, all these parties in far-flung places and and I really did the damn thing. You for realized like, you could have that much fun still. I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I went out. I went out there. I was going to this party and that party. And, you know, every week it reload for a little while. Oh, and my God. You were hardcore. <laughs> I was doing it. And it, I got to a point where I um, had just finished a trip and was sitting in the airport. I had a long airport sit on a Monday mm. after a party weekend. Oof. Um, I've been there, done that. I was having a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I figured that's where the crying was coming from. <laughs> and uh, I remember thinking, like, why am I doing this? <laughs> um, and the only reason I could think of was to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I can have fun in L.A. You know, why do I have to travel all over the world and spend all this money. At that time I was working sometimes seven days a week Mm. to have extra money to travel and party. And, um, I was like, okay, I'm not doing any more parties until I can figure out why I should keep going to them. And, um, a few moments later, I kind of randomly flashed back to a, a conversation that a former boyfriend and I were having, we had just like woken up and we were in bed and just talking about random stuff. And he goes, um, what would your DJ name be? And at the time I was like, what a ridiculous question. I would never be a DJ. <laughs> um, and so in that moment I was like, why did I react that way? What would my DJ name be? Mm-hmm. And so I had already kind of adopted this moniker on my Instagram page of Musculoca. And I was like, what if I was DJ Musculoca? <laughs> I was like, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this kind of sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a background in music. Um, a friend of mine um, named Mark Quinto, DJ Mark Coelho, mm-hmm. um, had started learning how to DJ about a year prior to this moment that I'm talking about. And, um, you know, he was doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't I just ask Mark how to do it? <laughs> yeah. It's a mentor. And so um, I got back to L.A. and I asked Mark, you know, hey, would you show me how to use the DJ controller? And I went over to his place and he showed me how to do it. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I think I could do this. (laughs) So it happened kind of very organically. And it was almost a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Like all of a sudden you were DJing. You're like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you got in after you had to like travel with records. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when like my old roommate would like roll up with all his like vinyl boxes (laughs) before. Yeah. Yeah, Can you imagine before it was all digital? Mm. Yes. Yes. No, 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 no vinyl records for me right now. (laughs) So wait, where did like the name Musculoka come from? Okay. So, um, I get this question a lot. Um, because I thought it was your actual name for a minute <laughs> when we first met, yeah, which is really embarrassing heart. on my end. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody called you that. So, like, I didn't, like, no, literally, it's all like, good. The, it's when all we good. met, everybody, that's who that they said. So, um, so how I, how I tell people now is that, because it honestly makes, it makes no rational sense why <laughs> a white boy from Tennessee has this, Spanish name that is very difficult to pronounce for some people. I was going to say that, but I just was confused. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so now I tell people that I didn't really choose the name. The name chose me (laughs) because there's no reason that I should have thought of that. But honestly, the reason um, I chose that name or the name chose me is that uh, I remember reading every now and then an article will come out online um, about circuit parties. And, um, there's, uh, I remember 
sensing that there was kind of a divide in the gay community that people who go to circuit parties are a certain type of people and they do things that we don't like. And so we don't like them. I mean, that's still there. I'm sure it is. (laughs) Um, And um, I remember reading one of these articles and reading the comments on the articles. That's always the best part. Mm -hmm. And there was a comment in Spanish that used that word. It was saying like, oh, you know, all these musculocas, all they do is do drugs and, you know, have sex on the dance floor. Um, And I was like, I think they're talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, well, I think I like that Mm -hmm. name. (laughs) (laughs) And the name itself is a combination of of two words in Spanish, um, musculoso, which is just an adjective that means muscular, and then loca is a slang term for a gay man. It literally means a crazy woman. Mm -hmm. But you'll hear gays in Spanish-speaking countries call each other loca as like a you know, just a, you know, loca. Ahí está loca. And so basically the combination of those two, and it, it refers to, you know, muscular guys who aren't afraid to show their feminine side. And one of the things that I really appreciated from meeting the people who go to circuit parties and uh, exploring that side of myself was uncovering my feminine side, yeah. which I had you know, long buried. I, there's a picture of me and my friend Zoe um, where I'd gone over to her house and we had played dress up and there's a picture of me wearing a princess dress and I had like taken a magic marker and like drawn over, all over my face as if it were like some kind of fun makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that that could have been the last moment that I allowed myself to enjoy my feminine side mm-hmm. um, because it was so, you know, so disfavored in the environment that I grew up in um, that I think I just, I just buried it Mm -hmm. real deep. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing that I loved about going to circuit parties was the feeling that I could be free to be myself, express myself however I wanted um, and enjoy my feminine Mm -hmm. side again. And so the idea of, you know, a muscular guy who's not afraid to show their feminine mm-hmm. side really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I think this is me. Yeah. No, that works. And it's kind of, it. not only does it have meaning behind it for you, it also has a nice ring to it. <laughs> I know. There's no, there's really no, I really thought like, okay, you know, this is going to be hard for people to pronounce. They're not going to get it. You know, is there an English language equivalent? And, you know, I've, Muscle Queen doesn't just it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. It's just it's DJ so juicy to have one word <laughs> that like says it all, yeah. and it's so like you know, it's just juicy and yeah. fun. Yeah, um, it is a barrier though. A lot of people have told me this is a bad name. You should change it. It's offensive. Um, don't use it. People aren't going to get it. People can't pronounce it. And I'm just like, I can't think of a better name. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, I don't know. you just do it, what works, hiding in closet. You know? I, I mean, know, I was going <laughs> to refer back to yeah, the you know what? And Still memorable. Some, some, some things just roll just off works. your tongue. Yep. tongue. Mm. I couldn't even say that. Some tongue. Some, I can't some use my real name. Know. DJ John Lee. Yeah. Who's going to go see DJ John Lee? Right. <laughs> well, finding like that alias name is really hard. It, it was like trying to find a DJ name, a drag queen name. Like, it's just like you got to put. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your thought and then whatever resonates with you is, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know if that's I have what no idea what mine would be, so. Neither do I. Like, no clue. <laughs> like, at all. DJ, I've thought about DJ this DJ Ridge My Way, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> That actually might work, but I've thought about this uh, several times. I was like, what would my name be? Like, if I did music or if I was, like, a drag queen, like, what would, I don't know. I've It'll come to you. It. It'll come to you in a dream, maybe. I don't know. I mean, well, you have more of a chance of me being a DJ than the drag queen. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be such a pretty, pretty no, drag, and no. it would be too much work and too much like money. I love male clothes too much, and then I would have to buy female clothes too, and mm-hmm. it'd just be too much. I can't even afford myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but anyways, what kind of music do you? Mm. Uh, 
so like I I know it's like dance music, but there's a lot of different types of dance music. Yeah. What do you prefer to play? So I started out playing circuit music and circuit music only, um, and uh, you know because that was kind of the the style that forged this DJ thing. Right. And I still love playing circuit music. I still absolutely love playing circuit music. Um, and uh, as I have listened to more DJs and um, been to other type, types of events, I started playing house music in addition. I love house music. And yeah. um, I love spinning house music. Mm-hmm. Um, I love disco, tech house, deep yeah. house. Um, and so now I have this kind of bifurcated musical style where I play circuit music and then I also play house music and very infrequently do the two kind of overlap in the same event. <laughs> they don't really. Um, <laughs> it, it makes it hard for, for me to market myself to, to um, event producers out there because if they go on my SoundCloud and they right. listen to one thing and it happens to be a house set, but they produce circuit events, they're going to think that I'm a house DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you don't fit. So I have a lot of work on my end to actively reach out to these people and say, you know, here's the type of music that I can do for you Mm -hmm. Um, versus a house event producer saying, here's the type of music that I can do for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And friends have told me like, girl, you got to just pick one. Pick one and stick with it. It's great to be versatile from what people say. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. It's, it's very enjoyable. I think I'm here for it. I think as long as you're able to market yourself well and like what you're saying and and, and put yourself towards those specific right. genres, exactly. you know, or you know, I think. But it's it's the marketing. Yeah. Thing. But I do get what you're saying. Like if <clears throat> they go on your SoundCloud and they hear a certain thing, they're gonna just think instead of taking the time to go through your stuff, they're just gonna think based mm-hmm. off that set that mm-hmm. that's what you do. So I I do get that. So it's a challenge, but it's one that I'm willing to face because I don't want to give up um, something that brings me joy. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. No. Um, and I, I personally believe that being versatile is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in, every, in every aspect of life, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not to be like immature, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I mean. Yeah. Um, well, this is a, so interesting question for you. So as a DJ, when you go in your car and you drive, what kind of music do you naturally gravitate towards? So I have a um, maybe a, an unusual or perhaps atypical relationship with music. If I am listening to music and like I've decided that that is an activity that I'm going to do, that's a very like active activity for me. <laughs> a lot of people are active. <laughs> um, but it's really rare that I kind of just, passively have music playing in the background really because um i want to pay attention to the music Mm -hmm. and i want to listen as closely as possible and so if i'm doing something where i can't either the music is going to distract me from what i'm doing or um yeah i just can't focus on the two it's like i if i if i'm if i want to listen to music i've never i need i need the, the space to actually focus on it. Mm-hmm. So there's only a few times where I'm really listening to music actively. And that's one when I'm driving um, because driving is now do, so do automatic sometimes because thankfully <laughs> no, thankfully. <laughs> I would listen to the music. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, driving is a time where I listen to music. I do not listen to music at the gym that's cool. um, I don't know. Well, what do you do? That. I cannot work out without I know, music. me neither. I can, I can hear too many other things going on I around can't, me. I cannot concentrate. I, I can't concentrate on lifting weights if I'm listening to music. That is great. Mm. That's crazy to me. But wait. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I, I mean, it just blew, I, blew Stephen's it, mind. It does. But I get distracted listening to music when I work out and when I drive because I want to choreograph. So, like, I used to see stand. So, like, for me, I'm always thinking of what I can do with it. And it does get a little distracting. So I understand what you're saying to a degree. Like, the other day when I texted you and George and I was like, let's dance this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's literally because I choreographed, like, I choreographed a routine at the gym mm-hmm. while I was listening to some songs. And I was like, we need to dance to this. <laughs> but then Adam shot me down and said that he wasn't going to be here this weekend. So it's not happening. <laughs> but I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I get what you're saying, like where it could be a little distracting, but I need to have it on all the time, though. Mm-hmm. Even I, I'll take the distraction. But you not working out with music is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the, 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 the irony is that I know um, the people who listen to mu- my music are often listening to it at the gym. Yeah, at the gym, yeah. Right. yeah because they, they, they write me and like, they tell me that. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I definitely think I've done that. No, I need like complete and utter silence. Well, you can't go to that <laughs> when they open the John Reed Fitness here because there's a DJ up in that gym. <laughs> so like, I don't know. She, right. She'll be doing leg and Unless arms. Unless you're going to be working time. there. <laughs> no, if I go to the gym and they have music playing in the background, like the, no, like the radio DJs station, there. Um, <laughs> that's fine. I can d- deal with that because it's not like right in my ears. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I go to the gym with a pair of headphones, um, it's too distracting. I can't. Mm. I can't concentrate on lifting. But weights. you don't find the music that they have in the background and all the noise and the people grunting and <laughs> I find that distracting. Actually, no, not really, because to me, it's just like the ambient noise, and oh, I don't know. That's yeah. just that's the nature of the environment. How you, yeah, how your yeah, mind no. and your like if my earphones go out, I have to go home. Oh, I forgot mine the other day when I went to the gym, and I was the most upset <laughs> human being. I was like, God <laughs> damn it, and I'm not. I don't have time to go back home, and I was just like so mad, but. But like, if you get in your car and you're actively listening to music, what do you what do you what do you listen to? So again, since it is an active process, I'm I'm like searching for new music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am often looking for maybe somebody will or recommend that I listen to a certain DJ, or there's a DJ that I've recently enjoyed a live set, and so I go to their SoundCloud and I see what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I get a lot of the music that I use mm-hmm. is by listening to DJs that I've enjoyed or that other people enjoy. Yep. Um, I appreciate your, your sets because there's always a, de- a decent amount of lyrics in them, which I am here for. Yeah, I think God, it's, it's, it's so it. much fun to it, sing it along to a great it song. It really is. I mean, and it's fine if it's, it, you know, it's not the whole song. I don't even care. Just give me some something, yeah. you a, know. A little to, phrase at least. Yeah. Not just that one word over and over. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes you know you get that. You think they're going to, like, yeah. go off, and it's just like that one where you're like, damn it, yeah, you're just they're teasing just build, They're just building minutes. up the beat. Right, you're teasing me yeah. for 10 minutes. Which can be fun, but yeah. no, I like, I like some lyrics. Me and too. But one DJ <laughs> that I can reliably count on is Twisted D. Um, and she's, uh, she's a, a DJ who's been in the circuit scene for many years. Uh, she lives in Florida and plays a lot on the East coast, but, um, she's been in California a few times here and there. She played at reload. I remember right before the pandemic. And uh, I think she also has a residency at chill bar out in Palm Springs. Mm. Okay. Um, but she's very versatile. She plays a great range of stuff. She's just got like every, every set that she plays, I'm into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a weekly, actually she has a couple, maybe a couple of weekly, um, Twitch, um, I don't know what you call them, podcasts or performances. Um, she does one every Thursday morning mm-hmm. and I listen to it on my way to work mm-hmm. and she's always playing these just interesting varieties of, of music. It'll be like really down tempo stuff as well as some pop stuff. She'll play like last week she did eighties for a while mm-hmm. Um, sometimes she'll bring in some circuit stuff, some house stuff. It's just like a great fun variety. And, um, I love listening to her. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So, uh, what next for you? Yeah. What's coming up? Yeah. Well, um, right now the holiday season's a little slow for me right now. I'm going to be taking some time to visit family, uh, a week for Thanksgiving, a couple weeks for Christmas. Um, I am part of a group of uh, people here in L.A. who started a, um, <coughs> a beach party fundraiser called Love L.A. We had our first event this past summer in June, and um, we raised money for Queens of the Castro, which provides scholarships to queer youth in California. That's awesome. nice. And um, we have kind of a grand <laughs> vision of becoming the West Coast Winter Party um, because we accomplished the uh, the rare feat of getting a permit to have an event on the beach. Oh. On Will Rogers Beach. Did we go to that? When was that? That was in June. Maybe we went to that one party. I know what you're talking about, yeah. but was I it not that? don't remember when it I was. Yeah. Anyways. So um, <laughs> we'll be doing that again, uh, June of 2022. So that'll be, be coming up. That'll be coming up. I'm one of their residents. Mm-hmm. So I'll be performing then. 
Um, but otherwise, I'm open. I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's yeah. awesome, though. And uh, But one thing that I have started, um, did I mention on the podcast that I started taking music production yeah. classes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, um, that was a long time coming. When I first started DJing, I really was focusing on, you know, expanding my library, learning how to mix. Yeah. Um, and mm. uh, some people told me, like, girl, you know, you'll you'll get places faster if you produce music. And at the time, I thought, well, I want to be a good DJ first. And um, after a lot of kind of soul searching and just time going by, um, I realized that there is something in me that wants to come out, something original. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's great. When, when I when I tell you that um, I am technologically challenged, it is like a a severe <laughs> impairment. <laughs> but so, you can learn if you can uh, learn another language. Yeah, you can true. get so your. You I've can... learned three instruments, four languages. Um, but to put me in front of a computer program with all those buttons no, and like all just, those, it's just a learning. lines and yeah. wiggly lines and yeah. <laughs> colors. What is this? Yeah. Oh my goodness! So I. You know, it's a learning curve. Well, you know what? Get it together and I'll let you produce my first single. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to have to, you're going to have to have to have it together. Because <laughs> you learn those squiggly lines, Right, bitch. you got to learn those squiggly lines and stuff because like, it's going to have to be like, you know, on and popping. So. so I said to myself, I, I need... I need structure. I need someone to tell me where to be, when to be there, and I will show up and I will mm. I will learn. That's but um, if left to my own devices, uh, like I did over the summer, I kind of decided back in May. I was like, okay, I think production is something that I want to do. Um, and now here we're in November, six months later, and um, I've watched like one YouTube tutorial. Mm. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, as a DJ, that's a good tool to have in your bag. Like production, mm. it's, it's a really good you know, tool, you never know, you know, you can produce the right song, something, and it could, you know, all you need is that one. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I look at it as like, you know, at least I should have it as a tool in my toolbox. If there's a song that I really like, um, like I have a few songs that um, I just really jammed out to mm-hmm. when I was a kid that I haven't heard a remix of yeah. uh, in the circuit style or even in a house style um, that I was like, you know, let me try to like, Take on these songs. And Let me like, see if I can make a remix. All you need is a good beat. <laughs> Stephen and I were talking about this. We were in the shoe store the <laughs> other day. <laughs> we're right. And, this, and this, this, this song comes on, and you know, it's like a, like a rap. <laughs> Right. Rap, rap song, I guess. Like, it, it was just like I'm bored the, in the house. And in the I'm house bored in the, the house. And I'm in, in the house. Bored. I'm bored in the house. And I'm in the house. Okay, but it was like the stupidest lyrics. Right, dumb. But like the the beat were like, right. like I'm like this is the dumbest song. But all you need to do is put a beat behind it that people want to dance to, it's and true. like and it gets a little bit catchy. It's and true. like so, I mean, if you can make some music and produce. Right, like, you know, not everybody's gonna write like Adele or Mariah Carey. So <laughs> sometimes it could be like a third grader, but you got the right song, like yeah. beat behind it, and you're good to go. You know. Well, good luck with the production. You're gonna have to keep us informed and let in, let us know how it goes. And thank you very much. And we will work on my single. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna start writing it. I will start writing it. So okay, because start. I, yeah, because Adam and I, we said we're gonna write songs because <laughs> I literally think you can write a song about anything, you can. like anything yeah. at all. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, y'all anyway. think I'm joking, but <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man! Well, I guess that takes us into our last segment. Ma'am, what, what do, do you think? think? All, all right. right, I got the card. So I just actually um, think that this is kind of funny, you know. Well, could be. So, <laughs> ma'am, what do you think about dating someone because they have money? <laughs> All right. This goes to you first yeah. because Ooh. you're the guest. What do I think about it? Mm. Would you do it? What do you think about it? Have you done it? Have you done <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm no judgment. Right. Um, Just a question. <laughs> Gosh, you know, it all depends, right? You know, if you have a connection with somebody who has a lot of money, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's what this question is. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, if would you date would you date them because Simply. they had money? No, oh, no yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm I'm on the same page there. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say set the scene. Where am I in my <laughs> life? Am I like about to go on unemployment? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. No, theoretically, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you see it happen all the time. Yeah. You especially know? in L.A. Uh, right. That's what I'm saying. In the city mm-hmm. we live. There's gosh. a lot of sugar daddies. There are, but at the same time too, it's like I work hard for my money, so I want to spend it on me. Yeah, I just I couldn't be like dependent on somebody else yeah. and just like be okay with that and not have like actual feelings involved. Yeah. You know, like if that so was the only reason I was with them. I'd be like, no, yeah. I would. I want to do that. I do this myself. Like, yeah, because I think some people think they'd be okay with it, but then in the actual reality of the situation, you probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be. Yeah, I know? mean, if you're choosing somebody because they have money, they're choosing you for like. An equivalently messed up reason. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're gonna have a toxic relationship, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. But how much money you were talking? <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who is this person? Right. <laughs> Maybe we should That's clarify the expectations. Yeah. Right. I'm like, like, how much money you were talking? The nature of this relationship. <laughs> what is expected of me? Oh my god. <laughs> I just thought that was a fun question. Yeah. Well, that's that's how we feel about that. Yeah. So. But anyway, um, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you like, so much for having me. Honestly, it was it's been a pleasure. Yeah, likewise, DJ Muscoloca. <laughs> um, now you know the history of that. Yeah, thing. exactly. It's 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 been a joy. So, but where can people follow you or you know find you? So I am on Stalk Instagram <laughs> Muscoloca two four seven. I should I probably say it like I should say Muscoloca twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, that makes that sounds yeah. much better. Yeah. <laughs> like is um, that an area code? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Muscoloca twenty four seven on Instagram, um, and SoundCloud slash DJ Muscoloca. Um, those are the best places to follow me. I try to put up um, one mix per month, and I try to kind of keep it fresh every time. Um, a different style, different sound, different vibe, um, just to keep things interesting. Yeah. And we'll put that on our, um, Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Handle, um, obviously follow us at Adam and Steve podcast, or you can follow me at Adman 2005 and at green eye Steve. And, uh, thank you everybody for listening as, as usual. Remember that God made Adam and Eve, but he also made Adam and Steve. Any problems? Pray Pray about about it. it.